Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to another edition of the Stuff and Thangs podcast. I am Sam, this is our Fear the Walking Dead edition of the show. I'm delighted to say I'm joined again by my friend Stefan! Hey, how's it going? Yeah, not bad mate, how are you? I am good, I am good. I'm going to do a very quick apology to the listeners, it is hammering it down with rain here, so if in the background... You can hear raindrops a lot. I apologise. There is literally nothing I can do about that. It is lashing it down. I'm glad it's raining for you as well as me then. That's fine. Oh, mate, yeah, it's awful. Um, It's quite funny. They said on the weather forecast uh, last week, it had been a dry September. They said we've only had 8% of the rainfall in the area that we normally get. And the same guy this morning said, oh, you know, with this weather front coming in, the remaining 92% is going to fall this week. Yeah, it sounds so, about right. Great, We've had it nice brilliant. and dry down here. Obviously, I'm down south to you, but yeah, south. today has been all. I had to go on a walk this morning, and I had to go walking in it, and came back. Found out there's a hole in my shoe. Oh, that's not never any good. Yeah, didn't particularly realise about that until I walked in a puddle. You need to go to a cobbler, mate. Yeah, we actually got one. We've got one in our little town. Well, there you go. Is that the only one I actually know about anywhere? But he's great. Yeah, yes, it's a dying, a dying thing. Little small trade shops like that. But uh, yeah, my my local town's still got one as well. Um, but I think it's indicative of our culture, though. Like most people get a hole in their shoe, throw them out, and get new shoes. Yeah, no, I like. If I've got a pair of nice shoes, I, I had a pair of boots. Yeah, and like work, like not work boots, but like smart boots. Yeah. And I had them rehealed about three times. <laughs> I just loved them. I just loved these boots. When someone say rehealed, I always just think of high heels. I don't know why. It's just a stupid thing. Look, they were no image... more than like three inches. Okay, it's fine. Uh, hey, it's fine. <laughs> I got to see you wearing like platform boots. But anyway. Well, yeah, working his cabin crew and wearing high heel boots. Yeah, that sounds about right. No comment. No comment. Um, okay, so we got an episode of Fear of the Walking Dead to talk about. Uh, we've managed to avoid it for a couple of minutes, but I think we do need to dive in. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be better. I need to send out like a PSA for last week. Uh, yeah, it's a public service announcement for last for, week. For okay. last week, I was a miserable sod last week. It's true, yes. Um, yeah. I listened back to the podcast myself, and I could hear you thinking, telling me to shut up. <laughs> like you know I was I, I listened back to it and it made myself cringe so I, I'm going to try my best to be positive this week let's see let's see um, if anyone's still listening uh, it's not about being positive really mate or, or negative even it's uh, just giving our opinions on what we see and, and I don't know about you but I mean this week's episode which is Fear of the Walking Dead season 5 episode 15 the penultimate episode of the 5th season is called Channel 5 well done um I, I uh, sort of, I think I even put out a tweet yesterday from our Twitter account, basically just saying, I've watched this episode, I've made my notes, and I'm still really kind of struggling with it because there's a lot for me to go through and talk about. But I, when I went back through my notes, it's like none of this is good, really. None of this is kind of, oh wow, I'm so excited about this. It's kind of like confusion or. Uh, kind of gripes <laughs> so, yeah see this is my last week I was kind of kicking off an hour lot and I was picking holes in things that didn't need to be picked in and yeah. I realised it's because actually I was cross at the show itself yeah I mean the the pace of it has just completely dropped off the scale yep there, no, there's no pace to it at all anymore no. the storylines don't seem to be developing anymore and yep. the ones that are kind of developing, they're being jumped around so much. Yeah, I. So what? Let's start with because this is kind of an overall thing that I, that I struggled with in this episode, and I'm interested to know what you thought. The earlier on in the season, we mentioned uh, the interesting aspect of the documentary style for the episode, 
Um, we had that one episode where they were creating this movie for them, you know, the, their kind of promotional film. Yeah. And it, it was quite niche. It was quite different. It was like, oh, okay, you know, as, as a one-off or whatever, that was kind of interesting. And then there's they made couple, it not a one-off. Well, there's been a couple of instances since where you saw it from a, uh, a camera perspective. And again, in, in isolation, okay. Um, my issue with this episode, I think, is one... The the documentary style of them doing that again felt uh, felt naff. You're doing it again. Um, you know you've done this. It was a a niche thing. It was a one off. But even in your storyline, it's oh we're making a new one. So, like, oh, but why? There's actually no need for this. Yeah, we're gonna show her how we actually do it because she's made one. So we're gonna make a better. One. No, no, no. You 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 made your film. She's made a film. Everybody's making a damn film. The, the problem know. I had with this episode was it mm. got to the stage where I could no longer tell where it was badly handheld filmed or yep. badly studio filmed. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, that's, that's okay. Well, you've actually just answered what I was going to ask you, which is I I reached the because initially it was all this handheld stuff that was yep. it, and then at some point during the episode. That changed. We started getting angles that were just TV shots, if you like. Yeah, the studio camera instead, yeah. But then, when they were all walking, I'm like, is this someone filming that? Is this just us seeing it as an overview? And yeah, it just completely confused me. It's like, pick a style. If you're going to do the episode completely this way, okay. If you're going to start the episode completely that way, okay. But make it clear that there is a... A change, you know. There's there's a shot of Al editing it, and obviously no one's filming that. You know, this is just us seeing it as the audience. But then the the, the flip is the next couple of scenes. It's back to handheld, and then it's not. And I'm left thinking, well, who the hell is filming this then? Yeah. And the other aspect as well is th- there's a couple of references in it of uh, Al, for example, looks at a camera and says, "This is how we did it." Which made me question, is this a flashback then? Yeah, it jumped all over the place. There was no kind of fluidity to it. Fluidity? No. Fluidity is a new word. Fluidity. That's the word. That's the one we're looking for in English. But yeah, I found found that difficult. And I, I don't know how anyone else found it, sort of trying to follow on, but... Uh, to me, it kept kicking me out of being invested in the episode, it, it, and, and that possibly why I struggled so much. But if you're happy, mate, I mean, I've written. There's no real massive uh, order to this, but I've written notes across it. Um, my very first note written down is I'm starting to really dislike the documentary style crap. Was my very first note. Yep. Um, the next thing uh, I wrote down just to chat about. I want to chat about Morgan and Grace. Okay, go on. Um, main thing I want to chat about that. Now, now Grace is ill. Um, we're not 100% sure. I mean, obviously, we, we all think we know what it is. The show's hinting big time as to what it is. Um, but June, who's the only one sort of medically trained, is, is quite right to point out, well, well we don't know. <laughs> all we know is that she's massively dehydrated, which, of course, would account for her hitting the deck, feeling fluey, etc. Um, and when they hydrated her again, she was able to walk 15 miles and looked okay. So, it, you know, it's not entirely sure what the hell's going on there. Um, the the relationship and the dynamic between the two, and we had this really nice episode a while back uh, in terms of their development, uh, where they were at the, the shopping mall. Yep. Uh, very cute and... Well, it was nice, the two of them. You had Morgan smiling, which, you know, he's not exactly renowned for smiling. Um, and then Morgan freaked out because he, you know, didn't want to feel something for somebody. And we, we all know how that goes for him. Yep. So, and then we had, you know, them apart and coming back together. I, I don't know what the right word is, but I'm going to say it felt anticlimactic. Last week he's on the radio, I need to see you. And she's like at death's door. It's happening. I don't know if you're going to get here in time. And in this and episode, she's just sat there, absolutely fine. And he's just there. Yeah. He's like yeah. with her, yeah. and not telling her what he wanted to tell her. And it's just like, 
Because what I've written down next to this, and I've written it next to a few things, so I'm possibly going to say this a few times, missed opportunity. So, yep. like, so for me, um, we're talking about sort of episodes, talking about uh, the, the lack of pace. It, it just feels like the, the show slowed. Um, I can give an example of this. All right, yeah, go on, um, sorry, before I go Four on. weeks ago, yep. I think it was about four weeks ago, I was sat around my partner's house and had to watch the episode to be able to podcast the next day. Yeah. She sat there, she watched it, yep. and she was fairly in. She asked a few questions, like, who's that, mm. what's that? But she was able to kind yep. of follow it, and the pace meant she was able to follow it and get on with it. Yeah. Last night, she fell asleep 35 minutes into the episode. Yeah, yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> she just said, she woke up after and said, I had no idea what was going on. It yeah, was, was jumping done. all over the place, and I fell asleep. Yeah. And that's in four weeks. That's how much difference the pace of the show has got. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but what I was saying about missed opportunity, um, Morgan racing back to Grace could have been a massive part of this episode. Him struggling to get back, you know, he could have been cut off through weather, herds, uh, this, all yeah, sorts of things, yeah, yeah, a whole a whole host of things could have been in the way, um, and it just kind of felt like it was a uh, opportunity missed, and like I said, it anticlimactic because we as the audience, you know, we want to hear Morgan, you know, tell this lady how he feels about her, but at the same time. You know, they gave us the big build-up last week for no payoff. Yeah. This week, you know, straight in the episode, he's he stood there. She's there. He's there. Nothing's being said. So, it was kind of frustrating to me that we had that big build-up and then it was thrown away. And then, the, the second opportunity, which I feel they wasted in this, is the, the fact that, you know, she was ill. She needed fluids. You know, she needed something. And Morgan and that from the map, there was a, an old, an older people's home, you know, like a nursing home. So they obviously thought, well, this could be a place, possibly. You know, it's not the sort of thing people would ransack. Cause it's not drugs or anything. We may have a chance of finding it there. Blink yeah. of an eye, it was done, dusted, and they were back. Um, so again, it just feels like it was another opportunity which could have been very tense. You'd imagine a facility like that, there's bound to be some walkers, you know, locked away in a room or two. Um, we had the one scene where Owl was, you know, finding it and she'd laid the camera on the ground. The walker, like, stumbles through the door, but at the same time, it didn't feel any real danger to her in that. It was just kind of like, oh, Owl's going to get attacked by a walker. Oh, no, she's fine. Um, so again, there was no tension, and a part of that comes down to as well, like, no tension music, no tension building, because yeah. it's jumping around so fast, you're not feeling any tension, so like, for example, if you imagine <clears throat> we've had a few scenes of then creeping around a deserted, creepy old facility, yeah. they've split up because time is a factor, it's, it, perhaps it's dark in amongst there. They're having to use, you know, a torch flashlight and it keeps flickering on and off, etc. Owl's got her camera with the light on it and so you're getting that point of view thing, you know, where the camera's going around and she she finds it. She puts the camera on the ground, you know, tense, tense music. It's been tense a little while and then all of a sudden you see something move on that camera. Owl, Owl doesn't. Owl's looking the other way. Yeah, it so would have like built I say, up a suspense. It would have built up a, yeah, oh, what's going to happen? Even if you've got it in your mind, plot armour for the main characters, which I think we all do at the moment, there is still ways of making it feel tense and making it stressful and or, or just generally making it more entertaining, to be honest with you. Yep. And, but by this sort of short, sharp, oh, no, we need this. Oh, we found this. It, it was done. Like, um... Yeah, where can we find this? Found it! I oh, think, yeah, I okay. think in real time in the episode, it was five minutes. Five minutes of she needs this or she could die to, yay, we found it. She's great. She can walk 15 miles. That Yeah, that was what I wanted to talk to you about. So, bearing in mind, you have someone who, this is now the second time yep. she's kind of passed out, fainted, collapsed, etc. Yep. This time was worse than the first time. Yep. But a few fluids and a fifteen mile walk later, yeah, and she she looks and you're kind of like really like she looks good as new. And this is all happening. We assume on the same day, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Or or within twenty four hours. Now I I know I've only fainted once in my entire life. Bless you. Was that at a boys' own concert? No, One Direction. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Joking. <laughs> That's a sound it. clip which I don't want to have. Yep. On, okay. Fourteen minutes. Oh. Okay. Um, no, I had a blood test when I was about sixteen or seventeen, and I hadn't drunk enough fluids. I passed. I fainted. Bless you. But I know for the next two days. I felt rough as hell. Yeah. She's yeah. been knocked out twice in like the space of a few days. Yeah. And walked 15 miles. Yeah, we, we, and unaided as well. Because it was something else I was going to say to you. How much more, or how difficult would it have been to show her struggling during that walk? Or, and just show a character having to help her? Or show characters with concern how's Grace doing is Grace okay you know, it could have someone... been a cute scene even if it was just a case of Morgan gave her his stick yeah so that she yeah, could yeah. lean on it while she was walking it could have been a nice yeah. little cute little scene and yeah. shown that oh she's struggling a little bit yeah not two, just two, say, come on let's go two words which is going to be the recurring theme of this is missed opportunity and yeah. that was another one yeah um, I'm sure there's more about Morgan and Grace in this but I, I, I want to kind of move on a little the bit. The only um, bit that annoys me, just quickly before we do miss it. Yeah. Uh, talking about missed opportunities. Um, when Morgan finally, he speaks to Daniel and then he goes to actually talk to Grace. Uh, and Daniel after, says, yeah. Yeah, and after this whole build-up thing, she turns around and goes, don't say it, it'll make it more difficult. And we're like, well, that's been the build-up for the last three episodes. Yeah. What, what do you mean um, now? Just don't say it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, i got to be honest with you, that, that didn't bother me. Um, that, from the point of view of, she has a feeling, well, she has feelings for him, she she has a feeling he feels the same way. She's now gone from being hopeful and, you know, I, I've got time, I've got this, to now, because she's feeling so crap, believing she's dead, you know, any day. Yeah, sometime yeah. soon I'm going to drop. So from her point of view, it's kind of like, um, whereas <laughs> you know a few days ago or a week ago we were in that mall and I decided, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hopeful for the future. I would have loved for you to have said, "Hey, baby, uh, you know, let's uh, let's get some dinner sometime. Let's go uh, for coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's coffee. Um, however." Now she's like, no, that'd be no. Please don't, please don't say it. If you say it, then I'm gonna say it. Then I'm gonna cry, and you're gonna cry, and then I'm gonna die, and you're gonna kill people, clearing them. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. so I think from her point of view, it's just like, no, please don't, because if I hear you say it, I'm not gonna be able to hold hold my shit together. Was, yeah. was that's how I kind of took that. Um, but again, I, I think you you pointing that out is frustrating. I think systematic of. Just the general feeling. I think if things had been done better, differently, you'd have looked at that scene similar to that and gone, oh yeah, I, I see what you mean. But the fact is, we've kind of like, last week it was this big thing, like, oh, he's gonna, he needs to see her. Yeah. Ah, what the hell? <laughs> you know, and it's just, oh, exactly. it just it felt completely with... anticlimactic. Yeah, and having the conversation with Daniel as well, to then lead to her saying, don't say it, just seemed a bit like... You're kind of yeah. forcing this on us and then taking it away. Well, it's, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of like it was hinted at, hinted at, it was then overtly clear Morgan wanted to say something to her. He then didn't, Daniel then say, says, say it, so you're like, oh, okay, here we go. And again, denied. Um, yeah. The, I mean, it, you, you could argue it's building it up for a more dramatic uh, confession of love, perhaps, as she's on her way out. But to be quite honest with you, that's just a really horrible thing to do. So I don't yeah. know. But like I said, I mean, I, I want to kind of. I mean, there will be more points, I'm sure. But the Morgan and Grace thing, I want to raise uh, a bit of a positive thing. Okay. Uh, a positive thing in the sense of it's something me and you talked about. Uh, and that is fuel issues, gasoline, petroleum. Yes. Me and you talked about it a lot. And I, I liked the fact in this season it, it became an issue. I liked the fact that it was raised. I liked the fact that groups were trying to solve that problem. Um, and it's caused the dispute, etc. And, the, you know, that's kind of a storyline over to one side at the moment. Which which I'll, I'll leave over there for now because there's, there's other things to talk about. But... 
again, fuel issues raises its head in this, which is quite interesting, which is they've had this convoy, and they've been darting around in this convoy for a long time, basically to try and avoid uh, those idiots who, like we said, weren't really a threat to anyone. They were kind of useless. Um, But now they're moving around trying to find a place to stay. June is kind of like, this is the direction, this is the way to go. They've hot-footed it that way. They've lost their fuel supply, so they've literally got what's in the vehicles and the tanker as part of the convoy. Yeah. Um, Because of the detour they take to try and save uh, Grace, they end up on a bridge. The bridge is out. Uh, the tanker can't make it across, so they end up on foot. So it's it's kind of I liked the fact that we have this fuel issue. I like the fact there is this difficulty for them to overcome. Yeah, I like the, the fact that it's actually based around it and not just kind of they've said, "Oh, we have a fuel issue," and then have a never-ending supply. Yeah, yeah, which they could easily it, yeah. have done, but they've actually yeah. made it. I they've want to actually... say quotations realistic. Well, well, they've written it in consistently, which is good, which, which makes you feel like it's deliberate and not just a throwaway crappy line, which sometimes you get. Um, one of the things I want to raise with you, which is interesting to me, is after they abandon the vehicles and they go on this kind of hike, one of the things that they talk about is they've got no food and water. Yep. All of them are like backpack laden what the hell are they carrying if not food and water i'm so glad you picked up on that because like have they just got an endless supply of spare boxes and pants well this is it this is you know this is the goddamn zombie apocalypse people i mean the 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 rabbi is carrying his his stuff and i'm kind of like okay all right i can accept that with you but then you've got Strand carrying a gun but nothing else. And I'm like, well, that dude could carry a few bottles of water, some, some tinned food and a backpack, surely to God. But then you've got all of these people, the kids even, they've all got bags over their shoulders. Yep. Not one of them brought a bottle of water, not one of them brought food from the convoy. Or are you telling me the convoy was out of food and water? That doesn't make sense. No, exactly. Like, if How... you've been giving out all these boxes, surely, you know... Yeah, dude, bang on! Yeah, they were all sat. They were even sat on the boxes next to a CNL lorry. Yeah. where Morgan gives his kind of ratty speech, and off they go. Yeah, surely, like you say, first thing you'd be like, "What? Who's yeah. got a backpack? Brilliant! Yeah. Empty the we contents, are, fill yeah. it with water and food. Let's go." Yeah, one hundred percent understand that if you've had to abandon the supply, you know your your thing, you're not going to have the level of supplies. But to reach that destination. And all of them be like, oh, you know, we've walked 15 miles with no food and water. I'm, I'm like, really? How, how has that happened? Yeah. That that makes no sense to me. Is it... I mean, if it's, if it's kind of... Are they trying to depict that they're not that smart? <laughs> but then Morgan's been around a long time in this world and a lot of places. Owl, like you've said numerous times, is an ultimate survivor of all of this. How in the... Yeah. How in the hell has this group of people not got themselves organised enough to make this walk? And not they've got people like Grace. Grace has got a clever head on her. Well, and also, surely June would have gone, yeah, Grace is going to need to keep her fluids up, people. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm at a oh, loss. That's it. They all, they all brought water, but Grace has drunk it all on the 15 miles oh, to keep her standing. That's oh, how she well, was there we go. Solved that it. That makes it. And then and then someone porked all the food. I'm looking at Morgan. He looks like someone who channed down. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I wanted to raise that because that made no logical sense to me and it frustrated me a little bit. It yeah. felt very uh, plot obvious to try and push them into making that radio call, which yeah. I think's ball, by the way, which we'll come back to. Um, I wanted to talk about the bridge scene. I don't know about you, man, but I felt this was very recycled from The Walking Dead. Oh, just a little bit. And it's not the first thing recently, you know, the whole Father Gabriel to the rabbi comparison. Yeah, oh, there's um, a broken bridge that we need to get across. Oh, there's a horde of walkers coming towards us. We need to sort the bridge out. Oh, yeah, okay. I, um, I, I found that uh, the, the guy dying. Um, the only difference was this guy deserved to die if Rick didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Rick blew the bridge out. That was pretty badass, and Rick didn't die. So, I... I, I mean, I've wrote, I wrote down bridge, Rick Grimes, recall, question mark. 
some things can be done in a spin-off show or in later episodes that feel like a homage, kind of like a nice little nod to the past. You know, yep. oh, that you know that really mirrored you know the farm, or it really mirrored this, and that was nice. That was good. When you're season nine, episode five of The Walking Dead into season five, episode fifteen of Fear, where it's one season into the next, it's not a homage. It's a it's a rip off. Yeah, so it's recycled in the nicest way. A rip off if they were under different banners, but it's, of course you got to remember it's Gimple doing both. Yeah, and because of that, it feels lazy. It feels almost like they're filming at the same... You know, I know they're not, but it's almost like, oh, we bought a bridge location, so let's use it a couple of times. Yeah, how do we get our money out of it? Well, actually... Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, I know it's not not identical. I know the circumstances are different. I know it's not identical. But it just felt to me so similar, so... uh, Possibly because it was close together. uh, Possibly because The Walking Dead's back in my consciousness, because, of course, it's back in a couple of weeks. But yeah, it, I it did felt have like the a... thought. I did have the thought of you know we've kind of seen this sort of thing before. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Ginny and it, and her little uh, ragamuffin crew show up in a jeep, basically big smiles like, "Hey, look, we got fuel. Thank you for that." Um, they, I I struggled with this a little bit because I couldn't quite understand what what she was doing. Um, it, it was it felt a little bit like. Look at us charging around in our Jeep. We've got the fuel now. You don't. Um, but like Strand said, you know, you've just been like just following us. For surely you have better things to do than to just be following us to watch us. Yeah, exactly. And I and I kind of, I kind of wondered in that moment if they are following or if someone is a part of this group's, you know, giving out their location. Um, you know, Tom and his sister are kind of into this group and I did wonder about that now obviously Tom's dead now thanks to the bridge moment which we'll talk about a little bit in a minute um, but yeah so I did wonder about that but the thing that I, I I'm going to mention this now there's another thing about this which I'll come on to in a minute because it ties in a little bit easier but Ginny is, talks to Dwight and we get a mention of Sherry um, what, what did you think about that? See, that's kind of where... I mean, obviously, Dwight loses it a little well, bit. Yeah, yeah. The whole point in the gun, you know, don't mention her name. She's the whole world. Someone broke bread with her a couple of months ago because, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know her name. Otherwise, you didn't mention that on the tape. Exactly, yep. And it's like, oh, okay, right. So maybe she's telling the truth. Yep. Or at least she's met in... She's obviously... Someone's bumped into her at some point. Not necessarily a couple of weeks ago, like she's saying, or a couple of months ago, yep. like she's saying, but... Potentially makes Something, sense. Yeah, I expected more from Dwight. In what sense? Well, like we've we've said a few times about the whole Negan Saviors comparison. Oh yeah, don't go too much into that at the moment because I really want to talk about that when yeah, I talk fine. about him walking away. That's fine, but yeah, like, I expected more of a reaction from him. Well, uh, to to that moment with Ginny, yeah. I, I yeah. expected a little bit more. Of, I mean, I know he gets the gun out and he's like, you know, kind of like the whole "don't mention her name" sort of thing. Yeah, I. I, I kind of um, I, I can see how it could go one or two ways with that one, which is the overt who the f- you think you are moment. Yeah. Um, but also possibly just a kind of going into his shell would make sense as well. You know, this kind of oh no, this feels really familiar. <laughs> you yeah. know, this feels really uh, you know I don't like this. Um, so I could kind of understand that. It, it felt like it did neither. It felt like he never really totally snapped which I was kind of interested in and at the same time he didn't totally just like go coy and like walk away and like keep put his head down or anything it just kind of he kind of hovered in the middle ground yeah yeah it was, it was kind of like neither one or the other so that that was kind of weird um, and Morgan was able to talk him down far too easy for someone that snapped exactly so he didn't snap you know yeah. he just had a he just was angry for a moment but then you know did his woo son and he was cool. Um, the Ginny doesn't like the fact that this mob, uh, our group, if you like, don't want help. So she gets her boys to fire guns in the air, calling the kids to dinner. So let, let's just mull over that quickly. She yeah. said, we'll help you. 
they've said, well, what's that going to cost us? She's then given some vague, oh, you know, different people with different skills do different things. You At that point, for me, that should have been a perfect moment for Dwight and Morgan to share a look. Yep. I'm talking about missed opportunities here. It just would have absolutely felt to me like those two, in that moment, they wouldn't have even needed to have said anything. But they could have just looked at each other and just kind of like shaking their heads like, oh man, we've been here before. Yep. And and that would have been perfect. So then when Morgan looks up and just goes, look, no, we're doing it our way. Thank you very much. You know, go away sort of thing. You would have, as an audience member, 100% would go, that's because him and Dwight are thinking saviors. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, you know, 100% we know where that's coming from. So she calls the kids to dinner, right? She is basically attacking them. She yeah. is literally calling walkers to attack them, we saw to her kill herd. them. Here you go, your problem. Yeah, yeah. She she's attacking them. So why in that instance is the group not defending themselves? And and this is something that's now frustrating me. The whole walk the earth, peace and love thing. It was not that long ago. Alicia would have thrown a grenade in that jeep. Yep. Why is it that this group are now so? anti-defending themselves that they will stand there and allow someone to call a herd down on them. You would have expected... I mean, they they didn't have a mass amount of firepower there, but oh, the, oh, other, they had the enough. other guys only had four people. Yeah, they, they had enough. They, yeah. they could have... And when they're all getting back in the Jeep, you know, or, or just shoot Ginny in the head. <laughs> there are so many options of what they had. Oh, you yeah, know. yeah, John's a sharpshooter, so he would have been say. I was about to say, John shows up, and, and Morgan's like, oh, you know, John, you can go. And John's like, no, I think I'm right where I need to be. And I was like, yeah, because if one of them goes for their gun, John will put them down. Yep. And and this this is the thing that kind of, in my head, I'm thinking, I get you're trying to do things differently. And I get, you know, you're, but you're driving that into us so much. And I, we talked a couple of weeks ago. If you're creating the direction of a show which is a more hopeful apocalypse, a more where people are truly trying to help each other, then that's fine. But you're not. You're actually mirroring The Walking Dead. You've got this other group, Saviors 2.0. Yeah. So Morgan knows. Morgan knows that you couldn't live with the Saviors. The Kingdom tried. You know, Morgan didn't hang around with Rick. He knew Rick was going to fight, so he went to the Kingdom thinking that kind of relaxed. You know, we've. You know, we just give them what they need. They go away. They leave us to live our lives. Yeah. He tried that, and he knows that appeasement didn't work. Yeah. So having all of that experience and everything, knowing that this other group are right there, knowing that they are doing this literally attacked them so calling the walkers is no different than if they'd open fire on them in my opinion yeah and yet they like wave them off like no oh, oh, that lot oh they're cheeky you know totally cheeky. <laughs> you, you guys oh God. see you around i'll tell you what if we survive these walkers you've set on us i'll give you a ring you you take care now yeah very and much it, it's bullshit <laughs> it's like what you're not even angry. You're not even yeah. like, oh, those mother... F-. You're not even... No, it's just a case of, okay, everyone across the bridge, come on, let's go. Quickly, off you, we go. You're, you're just accepting that these people are attacking you, and you're bending over. What yeah. the hell? That makes no sense to me. Like, And I know people possibly listening are going, oh, that's because they're doing this, you know. But that's crap. You can only the, get pushed the, so far before someone in that group is going to turn around and go, uh, Morgan, she's just called a herd on us. Yeah, yes. Why is no one doing that? You sure Why, she's okay? Are we sure yeah. about this? Are we sure that everybody deserves our peace and love? Are you sure that we shouldn't be defending her? I'm not saying they should go full Rick Grimes and go kill them all in their sleep. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is defend yourself. They called down a herd on you. That is literally the equivalent of them shooting you. They are attacking you. Yep. And yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, later, bye, enjoy your Jeep. Hope that fuel our friends making you works out well. Yeah. Nah, man, you, you fight back, well, yeah, you, you defend they've yourself. They've technically got a hostage situation where they've kept hold of Lucy. Yep. So that's technically a hostage situation. And now yep. it's an ambush because they've just called a load of a herd onto them. Yeah. 
someone in that group or someone has got to just at some point be like look like Daniel's yeah. there Daniel's well, an aggressive yeah. bloke surely Daniel so, must so, be there going come on so again um, we're gonna I'm gonna mention no missed opportunity again okay yeah so you mentioned Strand a minute ago Strand kind of like what are you doing just following us around here yeah we then have the 15 mile walk they arrive at this uh, Humbug's Gulch place this other we've seen one before this is like another one like a there's a few of them John thought it'd be a perfect place to be when they arrive it's like Walker Central it's like someone has been storing walkers there yeah um one I got a few things about this which I want to run past you because I, I want to see if you just think that's me and my opinion being outlandish and unfair okay. but one of the things I want to talk about just quickly like I said missed opportunity is Strand the character of Strand for me in this season has become secondary at best yep. he's not the character we've known for X amount of years and I get the characters evolve. I get the characters change. We had a time jump between seasons three and four. We've seen an evolution of Strand. Yep. What is interesting to me is that I feel this was the perfect opportunity for Strand to be Strand. And Victor Strand is the guy who is survival and self-preservation... And although he's a great character and you kind of like him, he's around the group and he's contributing, you know, Daniel kind of says to him, you've not changed, Victor. And and I just would have loved there to have been a moment where you see that old version of him again. And the, what I'm saying is a missed opportunity is when they've made the decision or they've looked at this and gone, oh, no, we're screwed. We're going to have to make the call. It's Victor who initially says it. Yep. How much more impactful would it have been if Victor had just done it without telling anybody? Yeah. He'd just taken it on himself. he just, you know, we're screwed. I don't want to die here. I'm making this call. Because it would have raised a real debate, you know, because you look at it and go, well, there's kids. You've got Grace. Victor's made the right call for the group. Yeah. But on the flip side, you just know that Daniel will be looking at him going, you didn't do this for anybody else, you You've did done this for survive. yourself. Yeah. And it would have created that tension and that conflict and, you know, the old Victor emerging, is he going back down that path again? Yeah. Is he going to sell them all out for this woman because it's the sort of thing he would have done in the past? Um, it would have been interesting. So again, missed opportunity for me, I think. Uh, but they're at Humbug's Gulch, right, man? Yep. There's there's a lot of walkers there, yeah. How did they all get in? Well, let's let's just for what let's just someone's either stored them there, which we've seen people do in the past, yeah. Or perhaps that theme park was damn busy the day the apocalypse started, and it just got straight up savage in there fast, <laughs> and yeah. the staff locked the gates and ran. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, uh, peace out, hombre. Um. So, for whatever reason, this place is ran full of walkers. Yeah. Dude, we are X amount of years into the apocalypse. I've watched The Walking Dead. I've watched Fear of the Walking Dead. If I'm up on that ridge, and I'm a Morgan-level character, right? You know, I've that much experience. I'd look at that and go, okay, how do we solve this? I don't give up. No, you because... be thinking to yourself, actually, let's open one side gate lure them all out get, every, which, get them all out the yep. kids and everyone get inside so they're safe yep, yep. we can shut. then disperse this herd yep sure or shut the gate after leading them away and double back any that come back we got the fences we'll take them down yeah i i i genuinely looked at that and they gave up within a minute yeah oh, it's I, full. We're done for. and i'm thinking remember the um uh, Walking Dead, the quarry. Yep. You're looking at a hundred thousand walkers. Oh, there was a huge amount in there. That was ridiculous. Yeah, you're looking a hundred thousand plus. Morgan was part of that team that moved them. Yeah. There is no way Morgan looks at that herd down in that place and goes, "Well, that's impossible." Yeah. Oh, because he knows it. it's not. Yeah. They did that with balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, Making God, yeah. noise, using balloons, which would work. You know, there's just a, a ton of ways in which they'd be able to lure them out. Or or if nothing else, 
and I, I realise, you know, physical exertion, but they're behind the fence. So you go down to the fence, you kill 10 to 20, you go sit back on the bank, have a break, you go back, kill another 10 to 20, yep. you know, there's there's countless number, you know, let's say there's five of them that can do that in shift. Strand, Morgan, Daniel, uh, Dwight, you know, could have yep. all just gone down there. Probably more, you're probably more like 10, could have been killing 10 at a time. I... I I'm telling you, I don't understand how that was, oh my god, a yeah. deal breaker. Another bit that gets me is also physics. Sometimes I feel like the physics in this program. Okay, go on. Back. Now, on the bridge scene, yeah, we see a group of walkers push a yep. car. Uh, they move the car, yeah, yeah, they move the car yeah. to breach through and get through. Yeah, the weight of them, yeah. Now, there's a lot more zombies inside the Humbug's yeah. Gulch. Yeah, and chain odd fences. Yeah, this this is um, or the fact that Morgan used his staff and pushed the same ones that broke past the car, pushes them all back, and I'm like, every now and again, I'm like, consistencies. This is is physics of convenience, right? Yeah. So basically, uh, have you? Now this is a stupid thing, but have you ever tried to push a car with its handbrake on? Yes. Heart breaking. Yeah. 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 Me too. When I've been trying to bump start a friend's car and the idiot's left it on. Yeah. You take it off. Yeah. Mate, were you able to move that car? No. Okay. Now, when you're doing that, you're using. You're literally pushing. You're putting your body weight into it and doing it. Imagine trying to move that car by just walking into it. Yep. Now imagine... And sideways. It wasn't even like you're rolling the wheels. You're pushing it round. And you're not talking about a crowd here. You're talking about... I think on the screen we saw five, maybe six. Yeah. So it's not like you've got the crowd force of a hundred plus walkers pushing it forward. If that bridge was completely full, back as far as the eye could see, and they're literally pushing up against it, and the car starts moving, you'd go, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're all yeah, pushing into each yeah. other. It's a chain effect. Yeah. Yeah, all right. But, yeah. No, I was completely with you. I, I spotted that and kind of rolled my eyes. But and then, yeah, yeah. They, you see the Humbert's Gulch, where there's hundreds of them down there, all walking into a fence or a wooden gate or something, and you're like, well, I mean, yeah. surely. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion, just looking at this, that that was not, that should not have been we're giving up. No, it should have been a right. Let's think of a plan. Yeah, we're we're exhausted, but let's let's think of something. Let's find yeah. something. Let's... let's sit down for a minute rather than arriving and panicking, and and come up with it because the whole thing it's like oh you know we're going to do things differently we're going to do things our way. I can't believe that all of them were just so quick to give up. The, and it the was notion the whole that group there wasn't even one person that kind of went no. ah no. wait a minute. Well, let's talk about this one person who isn't happy about making this call. And again, missed opportunity here. Or again, this is just something that frustrated the hell out of me. Yep. Dwight Mm -hmm. is clearly, for me, as a fan of The Walking Dead, of Fear the Walking Dead, is clearly seeing the similarities between this group and the Saviors. Yep. He says... If you do a deal with these people, at some point you're not going to be able to look yourself in the mirror. He is literally saying everything other than, Morgan, for God's sake, it's the damn saviours, it's Negan all over again, snap the out of it. Yeah, and it's really so, annoying me that he hasn't turned around and said Yeah, so why isn't he saying that? It's almost that, like the Fear of the Walking Dead hasn't got the copyright to be able to say the word Oh, Negan. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So they have to keep like hinting at it and hinting at it and hinting at it, but it, well, we haven't actually paid to use the licensing to say Negan. Be hinting at it for uh, like a while ago was perfect because me and you were speculating on it. Oh, you know, surely at some point, you know, yep. we're going to have to have this conversation. Here is the moment. Here is it. They're on this hill. They're contemplating what they are going to do, and Dwight, this is the moment. This is this is it for him and Morgan to have this thing, and for everyone else to go, "What the hell are you talking about?" And for Dwight to say, "See my face? <laughs> this is what this is what this is. Yeah. This is what these people are. This is how it will go. This is it." And then it could have galvanized everybody to go, "Well, we're not doing that. Right? Yeah. Let's let's come up with a plan." Like I say, missed opportunity constantly and the other thing that really hacked me off whilst I'm on a roll with this Dwight left 
not one person went after him. Not one person truly tried to stop him from leaving. Is he... He's been a part of this group for a little while now. Is he really held in that low regard? Yeah. Not one that... person tried to stop him or go after him and go, what are you on about? Why are you so against it? Well, we Nothing got like, like two, three people go, oh, do I? Oh, no, do I? Oh, do I? Oh, all right, he's gone. All right, all right, and carry yeah. on. Not nobody. You know, like the whole, you're going out your own foot. I've walked further than this before. Nobody stopped him. No. What the hell? How unrealistic is that? <laughs> It just it someone would turn around and go, "Look, dude, come on, we're in this together." What's someone would have followed Talk John. John yeah. would have followed him. Why in the hell is John not following him? Oh man, uh, just no, you're, not right. you're not wrong. You're not wrong on that. Well, well of course I'm not. But no, just generally, it just drove me insane. Um, so yeah, as as we go through this episode, the more and more things I'm sort of finding myself, you know hitting my head against it's, it. It's annoying me in the sense of we spent the first half of this season and most of last season praising mm. to the high roofs of how much better it's got, how it's got consistency, yeah. they're adding things that we've always wanted to see but we're never able to. And then in like four episodes, we've gone straight back to, oh, Jesus, come on. Yeah, this makes no sense, yeah. It's like the woman's gone off, like the, the people that are writing it, so they, they've come on and they've just gone, ah, actually, do you know what, I'm going to have a holiday. You guys carry well, on, do a couple of episodes, I'm on annual leave, just don't destroy it. I I want to do a, um, one season five wraps, we are going straight into The Walking Dead, but I do also want to do a show where we talk about season five as a whole. Yep. Um, so we, we'll kind of cover some more of that in, in that show, if that makes sense, where we talk about the whole season. Because, uh, of course, this is the penultimate episode. The finale is next week. Hopefully some of these wrongs that we're seeing here can be put right. Um, the the other thing that happened in this episode, I just want to mention very quickly, is John and June agreeing to get married when they arrive somewhere. Yeah, I, I I saw that moment. I was just like, oh, one of them's dead. <laughs> Did you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's made me that a was an Enid rest of our lives moment. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got our whole lives ahead of us. Oh, you're so dead. Oh no. Yeah, well done. You've killed yourself. Yeah, you, you've ended it. You've ended it all. Um, mate, is there anything else you want to talk about when it comes to this episode? Because, I mean, I've covered all of my notes now. Um, the, the guy on the bridge. Oh, uh, yeah. See, now, I, I have got that written in my notes, but to be honest with you, I've kind of felt I was happy skipping past it. I think it just annoyed me so much. Like, there's very, very rarely a character on one of these where you're genuinely like, oh, you deserve that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, even Henry in The Walking Dead. By the time Henry was killed, I was like, "Oh, that's a shame." He was developing. Hmm. You know, I think Sam, the little boy Sam, was the last character to actually get killed, and me go, "Yeah, he deserved that." Oh yeah, the kid who was basically kept going, "Mum, mum, yeah. mum," when they were Don't trying to talk get through the through Okay, mum, mum. Yeah. yeah, he deserved it. But I think yeah. I haven't had many characters since then other than bad guys, that have actually gone and have gone, yeah, you deserve that. This yeah. guy, oh my goodness me. He was told so many times, stop get filming and bridge. go. Stop filming, get off the bridge. Yeah. Go, 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 go back, go back. And then the bridge just gets collapsed. And instead of going, oh, he has that little smile on his face. And I thought, right, now get up and get off. And then as soon so as he, he stands there, it's like, yeah, you're getting this. It's coming to you. You deserve it. So he fell and died as the bridge collapsed. Yeah. But they managed to retrieve the camera. And potentially his body, because they definitely buried a lump of something. Yeah. Yeah. I was... Yeah, again, a little bit kind of, what the hell. But uh, it, it was part of that whole jumping perspective thing between what was being filmed and what we were just overall. Yeah. At this point, it was jumping back and forth to that so much, I was baffled. I was like, is someone filming this? Is someone not filming this? I, I, I'm just, what the hell? And then he died, and then Al was editing it. So I was like, okay, right. So he was filming it, and then he died. And now Al's looking at it, which is why we're looking at it from that perspective. Yeah. But then, like you said, it's like, well, in that case, Al got the camera back. Oh, look, and they buried him. So what, did people go down into the water when the bridge collapsed? I yeah, oh, it wasn't a very deep hole. And that's all right, thank goodness for that. Yeah, well... In that case, could they have stayed there a while and just, you know, what happened to all the walkers that were everywhere? Did they go, oh, no, your dude's dead? Oh, well, in that case, you, you, you get him, we'll wander off, mate. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you the time. 
We're not, we're not going to walk like lemmings into this space and try and chomp you. Uh, yeah, but of course they just jumped it. They just skipped it. See, this is why I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> 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 I was I was happy glossing over it. Um, yeah, I, uh... yeah, it was it was just annoying. Like he was given so many chances, and he was kind of being put into this kind of like almost like a central character of why we're but against it... Ginny. He's like the example and of it, why we're again. Oh, he's dead. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it made it so obvious he was dead. Yeah, like Morgan, go, go off the bridge, go off the bridge, and immediately I just thought, well, he's dead. And yeah, we're gonna see it. And we're gonna see it on this camera. It happened. Yep. And then you know he dropped the thing and he saw the bridge going. I was like, well, he's gonna fall in. Yeah. And then you saw him pick the camera up, and I was like, yep. If you're not running off the bridge, you're dead. And then he died. I was like, yeah. It was almost a countdown in my head of like, yeah, bridge collapsing, surviving, standing up, not got yet. There it is. Yeah. Well, it was stupid and yeah, stupid, stupid, stupid. Um. But anyway, let's let's move on. We've parked that episode. We've gone through it. We've dissected it. There's a lot there. We feel, you know, there was a lot to talk about this week. So from a podcast point of view, thank you. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't more think, positive things to talk about next week. Yeah, please. yeah, I don't feel very positive about it. I just feel like there was just so much wasted opportunity. In, I and, don't feel like it's building up to a season finale. But That's this is it. Thing. We, I don't we have, have that build up, that suspense, that tension. Of, oh my god! Like we've said before, that actually the season finale is not normally the one where someone dies. They normally no. die in the episode we've just watched. Yeah, Tom. Then Tom died. Yeah, but then it's the aftermath of oh my god, the death. And I'm like, I don't and give a damn about Tom. He wasn't a big character. No. It, it, well, here's the thing. We got next week's episode. It's the season finale for season five. Season yes. six is ordered. So we know there's going to be another season. So whatever happens in this episode, we know it's going to be setting up for a new season. Yeah. Um. I. Oh, ugh, I've got to be honest with you. I don't know what to expect. I watched the preview yesterday, and oh, the little me, clip of what's happening next week. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, it looks like they are trying to clear this place. Which, if that's the case, why the for for heater. Was that not suggested? And, and Dwight appears to be there. So, so yeah. someone's got Dwight back, or he's walked a couple of miles and gone, nah, screw this. Yeah, uh, do you know what? Yeah, it's a bit odd. I, I, I haven't her. seen her with any irons yet. I'm alright, I'll go back, sod it. Yeah, well, anyway, I'm going to try and shake it off. Um, so, yeah, next week is the season finale. Yes. The following week, The Walking Dead kicks off season 10. Um, so, we are rolling straight in. Uh, yep. This this episode will go straight into that. Um, there will be another chance to listen to our interview with Lindsley Register. Uh, I'm going to put that back out live again for everybody to listen to. Awesome. Ch- check the Facebook page. If you've not listened to that before, please do. She's a lovely woman. Uh, but we will be back next week uh, to talk about the season finale. Until then, take care. We out. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.